Anyway, let me stop messing around. Anyway, welcome to the first ever episode of the Pod Squad. I know today it's uh, the first episode, as I promised. And uh, today's topic, and it's a huge topic, can Liverpool FC be stopped? Now, you know, you know, I'm a Manchester United fan, and I have to admit that. I don't like Liverpool. They're our biggest rivals. And um yeah, I don't I don't care about Liverpool. You know, I don't like Liverpool, but as a real football fan, you can admit that um Liverpool right now are so hard to be stopped and um they're good. They're increasingly good and it's hard to admit as a United fan or me or uh, any other football fan or an Everton fan. But for me, it's very, very hard, and um, they're good. So it poses the question: Can Liverpool be stopped? Who is gonna stop them? Can they be stopped? You know, that's an um, interesting question for today. But of course, before we get straight into the discussion, and before I give my ultimate opinion, and you can get involved as well in the comments and everything, the comment section, and uh, all that stuff. Before I have my opinion, of course, we are a footballing squad podcast, and so I have to give out the latest news concerning football, which is interesting. Now, yesterday they, there was a Carabao Cup match between uh, Chelsea and Spurs. You know, most remarkably, you know, I don't know about the other Carabao Cup matches, but uh, certainly I know that yesterday Chelsea played Spurs and. Um, it, uh, it started well for Chelsea. They were leading 1-0 after Timo Werner finally scored his first goal in competitive um, England in England in uh, in England. And uh, so it was uh, it was very very interesting yesterday. Uh, what happened at halftime between uh, Frank Lampard and uh, Jose Mourinho? We of course know what happened there. And. Um, you know, it started off, uh, Spurs were leading very, very well, 1-0. And then, um, you know, Chelsea were leading 1-0, then Spurs equalized in the second half. And they came into the second half as a different team. The first half was completely Chelsea. They were pressing high up the pitch and they were creating chances. And uh, the second half, Spurs, I don't know what uh, Jose told them at halftime, but certainly when they came to the second half, they looked a different team, but um, and uh, Eric Lamella equalized, and um, it was a good equalizer by Eric Lamella. Great goal, and it went to penalties, and uh, the penalties were good until Mason Mount made himself look like a complete prat when he missed that penalty, which hit the post. And Jose Mourinho was very very happy. Gareth Bale was very very happy watching in the stands. Everybody was happy. Every you know, the, the Tottenham dugout and the, the Tottenham bench, all of them were happy with the yesterday's result, which raises an interesting topic for today. Now, today on Twitter, interestingly, you know, I went into the trends for today and was very, very amused and very, very surprised that Frank Lampard, you know, Lampard out is trending on Twitter. Lampard out is trending on Twitter. What does that mean? 
Lampard out is trending. They want Lampard out and they're calling for Lampard's head. Why? I, I didn't understand this and uh, I was very, very shocked and uh, I saw the comments and uh, they said that uh, Ole, no clue, no money. Ateta, clue, no money. Lampard, money, no clue. You know, I was shocked with that and uh, I was wondering, you know, Frank Lampard is a loved guy in Chelsea. By the way, it's just raining, that's why you're hearing a thunderstorm right now. It's raining. It's bloody raining, I don't know what's going on, it's raining. It's raining, there's a thunderstorm, apparently. But that's not gonna prevent our show, let's move on. So, Frank Lampard, he's a good manager. He has started well, he did a good job for the first season, considering that uh, there was no money spent. And yet, uh, some Chelsea fans on Twitter are making it to trend. Hashtag Lampard out. I was very, very shocked with that. And I don't know what, what I have to say. You know, as a United fan, I can say that uh, we've had this before with uh, Mourinho out and we're having it right now with Ole out. So, you know, what can you say? Uh, for United, uh, Mourinho, it was a dismal performance. Uh, in his uh, last season where he got sacked but for Lampard right now currently you know it's very very early in the season and um, some fans have, are, expressing, are expressing their displeasure it's interesting really interesting but what I have to say you know maybe those are not even real Chelsea fans maybe they're just people who want to dive in and just uh, make it something but uh, you know what I don't know but for me certainly I can say that Lampard uh, has the platform to improve and he still has some injuries, uh, the likes of Hakim Ziyech and Christian Pulisic, I think. So within time, when uh, they groove into the squad, then it will be great. And it will take time because this this is a completely new forum. You know, what, what has happened is a completely new forum. And, um, yeah. You know... You know, having a team, spending all that money with all those players, you know, it's very, very difficult. You know, we've had this with the England squad, uh, the England international squad. You know, the England international squad, they have, they're possessed with good players, but it's very, very hard to groove them in the same team. You know, if you look at uh, fullback, there's Trent Alexander-Arnold, and right now there's Lamte, there's Aaron Wan-Bissaka, there's um, many, many people, Kieran Trippier. If you go forward, there are massive options, Jadon Sancho, Raheem Sterling, Harry Kane. Tammy Abraham and all those people, Marcus Rashford. So it's very, very tough. You know, that's the same situation with Chelsea. They have all these great players and, uh, you know, it's very, very difficult to, you know, groove them into the same squad. And it's going to take some time for them to be, you know, ha- you know, to have an understanding of each other. And definitely Lampard is a good manager. We've seen the promises shown and the type of football he wants to play, the type of vision he, he wants. And uh, so, yeah, Frank... I think it's very, very unfair for those people who are, whether they are Chelsea fans or not, it's very, very unfair to go in on, on a manager who is, who is improving and uh, he, has, he has definitely been backed and he's a young manager who is, uh, who is learning on the job. So, yeah, it's, um, it's very, very interesting. Okay, enough of Frank Lampard. Um, I thought that was unfair. Tomorrow... The UEFA Champions League draw is coming out. Very, very interesting. The UEFA Champions League draw is coming out now. 
as a United fan, I'm excited to see which group you're going to be and what are the type of teams we're going to have in the group. Um, I don't want a group of death, you know that, but uh, if there's a group of death, uh, well and good. I just want a good group, standard group. Um, you know, my preferred choice, uh, I want Barcelona in my group. I want Barcelona in our group. You know, we want to be challenged, you know. And not just Barcelona, the type, you know. The type of Barcelona and the type of... Uh, of those kind of teams, Bayern Munich, I want them in our group, and not necessarily a group of death, but uh, you know, two teams that are huge there and some other teams that um, are not really gonna pose a huge challenge. So yeah, uh, definitely I want uh, I want a huge team. Um, I want uh, a very, very good uh, group for us. And uh, it's gonna be interesting tomorrow, not just for United, but uh, as a football fan, for every other United, not United, but every other team and uh, who they're going to be drawn with in that group. So it's going to be interesting tomorrow and I'm going to have a reaction for the Champions League draw tomorrow and uh, I'm going to record that tomorrow and it's going to be definitely great and I'm going to see how we're going to fare on according to the draw and uh, we're going to see tomorrow. We are definitely going to react to the Champions League draw tomorrow which is uh, very very interesting and I'm looking forward to it now also um, before we go to the main gist of this uh, show um, of course we we know the topic of the show is uh, can Liverpool be stopped and uh, we have to go into some of the stories that uh, you know are certainly making headlines and uh, the trends on Twitter now um, you know if you, uh, there's any interest um, I should maybe I should give you the latest transfer news and uh, I'm gonna start with Arsenal um, for Arsenal it's still the same on uh, Awa and uh, Partey and apparently Atletico Madrid are holding out that um, Thomas Partey will stay and uh, of course Atletico Madrid want uh, 50 million quid for Thomas Partey and uh, Arsenal uh, you know maybe they want to pay 40 million quid I don't know but certainly that's the case with Thomas Partey now for but he's still a target for Hussein Awa, who is a very, very good player, and uh, I highly rate Hussein Awa. He's 22, he's a great midfielder, and he's definitely impressed me when I've watched him. In, you know, I don't watch the French League, but um, I watched the, the Champions League, and I watched Lyon against uh, Bayern Munich in the Champions League. And even though Bayern Munich beat Lyon, you could say that Lyon had some chances um, to, you know, to cause a challenge in that game, definitely. So, um, Lyon you know they had a good game definitely um against Bayern Munich I think Hussein Awa performed well in that game and also against Manchester City when they knocked the flops in Europe Manchester City out of the Champions League you know it was a very very great performance by Hussein Awa and he's a good player and apparently um Leon won 60 million quid for Hussein Awa I don't know if it's yeah 60 million for Hussein Awa which is uh, interesting, 60 million. Um, I think it's a fair price for a huge talent who is uh, doing well. But of course, you can understand with uh, with Asmo and uh, you know for Pepe, it was a record signing, which was about I think 60 million quid for Pepe. I don't know. Um, I don't remember the fee well. It's, was it 60 million? I don't know. But um, it's maybe similar to the Pepe story, and uh, maybe at the end they might end up with Hussein Awa. So that's the same thing. Hussein Awa is still a target. Mohamed Buhafsi is uh, coming out with interesting comments about uh, Hussein Awa. So, uh, by the way, Mohamed Buhafsi is uh, 
very very reliable credible journalist around uh, France he, wa- he, ac- he works for RMC Sport and uh, he's apparently very very good but anyway um, you know for for Arsenal I hope that uh, they get Aua I wish them well if they get him and um, it's going to be a great uh, transfer for them he's definitely a talent and when he comes into the Premier League he'll be he'll be definitely uh, a great player now for, for United it's still the same really on Jadon Sancho apparently yesterday there were news that uh, those news that Abid went in of about uh, I think 91 million quid and um, Dortmund rejected it and today we are we are also hearing that a different bid went in so I don't know I don't know what's going on with that but for me what I can say uh, about Jadon Sancho is that um, United are definitely working on this deal and they want to reach an agreement with Dortmund and uh, whatever Dortmund put out out there you know Sancho will stay you know Marco Royce came out yesterday and said Sancho will stay and I was saying apparently I'm supposed to be scared you know Marco Royce has said Sancho is staying I'm scared I'm so scared you know sarcastically um, you know Dortmund want to put out anything they want out there nobody believes them of course you know Dortmund are the type of team when they tell you that um, it's raining outside you're gonna go out with a with a vest and um, for women you might head out in a bikini um, but uh, yeah nobody believes Dortmund of course and and uh, to be fair he you know Jadon Sancho might end up staying at uh, Borussia Dortmund but you know we've seen this before with Osman Dembele We've seen this before with uh, Obama Young to Arsenal. You know, they always, um, you know, say that the player is not for sale, that the player is staying, and they end up selling him. So we'll see about that. And of also, um, Jadon Sancho apparently is not traveling today for the match against Bayern Munich in the Super Cup, which is interesting. You know, tell me if this is a coincidence that during a transfer speculation to Manchester United. And uh, when apparently you know, reports are saying that Abid has gone in, and um, you know, interestingly, Jadon Sancho misses out on uh, a trip to go to Bayern Munich, and uh, apparently Dortmund are saying that uh, Jadon Sancho has an illness and he's missing, and also their goalkeeper Roman Roman Buki is also missing. So um, for Jadon Sancho, um, I don't really believe if it's an illness, but if it's an illness, then um, we wish him all, all uh, we wish him well and wish that uh, he gets well. But I don't believe that. Um, also, there was a story coming out that uh, before Jadon Sancho moved to Borussia Dortmund from Manchester City, he also faked an inst- uh, a sickness, an illness. So it's very very interesting with this uh, thing that uh, Jadon Sancho is sick, and um, they're saying it's a weird. Uh, respiratory infection which is unrelated to COVID-19 so I don't know I don't know what's happening with uh, Jadon Sancho I think maybe he wants to push for that move and if he, if he pushes for that move then maybe Dortmund might uh, accept the fee if he hands in a transfer request then he might get his dream of playing in the Premier League and one of the hugest teams in the world in Manchester United but of course there's a huge chance that uh, it wouldn't happen and of course there are talks of alternatives like um, Ishmael Sa and also, there were, there were very, very um, credible reports yesterday that Osman Dembele apparently is close to coming to Manchester United. And I was like, one week ago, Osman Dembele does not want to move away from Barcelona, and yet United uh, will go for him. You know, seriously, it's shocking. And 
Of course, they won't pay money. They, they are interesting. They are interested in a loan deal, which I find very, very embarrassing for a club like Manchester United. You know, a guy who has uh, had uh, multiple injuries, multiple injuries. This guy has had multiple injuries, and he has flopped like a flip flop. You know, basically, when I jump off the, off the top of the building, I can land on. When Osman Dembele jumps on top of the of a building, he'll land on his uh, on his body because he has flopped. That's the the manner in which he's flopped, and I'll not be happy when uh, Manchester United do that uh, Osman Dembele deal because it just shows lack of ambition. It just shows that United are not interested in in uh, a, a top talent who is 20 years old, and he'll definitely get better and better when he comes to his dream in the Premier League and play in England, and go for uh, uh, for an alternative who is apparently another Jadon Sancho who moved from Borussia Dortmund. And um, he has flopped, seriously flopped, and lots. And he's very, very injury prone. What if he comes to United and gets injured on, you know, the first ten matches? You know, imagine what the reaction would be. You know, that to me would be worse than signing Alexis Sanchez. Really, it will be worse. To be worse than signing Alexis Sanchez from Arsenal. To be fair. So yeah, that's uh, everything to do with. Um, Jadon Sancho and Osman Dembele and Ishmael Sa. Well, I'm not going to... And can I just say this? United are not even interested in those alternatives. I have to say they're not interested. You know, they're using this as some sort of emergency backup. And uh, for me, I don't think Osman Dembele will happen because he wants to stay and apparently he's injury prone and United will not even go near him. For Ishmael Sa, well, it could happen because apparently Watford are desperate to sell. And uh, for 40 million, I think that's irresponsible. Uh, while you can get somebody at 100 million, and he can offer you something for the next uh, decade or so, and uh, he's undoubtedly the top talent, and he can improve the trim straight away. So, yeah, that's uh, basically it. Anyway, that's uh, the news, and you know that uh, those are just by the way. And let's dive into straight into. The main topic of the day, and that is, can Liverpool be stopped? Now, Liverpool have already won their first three games. Uh, the first game was uh, a very, very closely contested win against Leeds United. Um, the second one was um, against Chelsea, and uh, the third one was uh, against Arsenal on Monday. And um, Arsenal, you know, they deserved something in that game if they wouldn't have missed the type of chances that they missed but to be fair Liverpool should have even scored even six in that match because Liverpool were far much the better team and they controlled that game massively so Liverpool have won their first three games they have nine points and they've uh, they've just made themselves better in the transfer market they've brought in Thiago Alacantara from Bayern Munich who is a very very good player and who is a player that I highly rate and uh, they've also brought in Diogo Jota from Wolves He's also a good player, and he scored on his um, on his Premier League debut. So that's great um, for Liverpool. They've done great business. They keep on getting better and better. And so the question is, can they be stopped? Can they be stopped? Now let me get my opinion, and of course you can get involved in the comments. For me, I think Liverpool are heading into an exorbitant mode, and. Uh, and they're getting very, very tough to stop. So, definitely they're doing well, Liverpool. They absolutely are 
are running and uh, controlling everything and um yeah i think liverpool you know it's going to be an, another interesting premier league season because um, when i saw sunday manchester city lose 5-2 to leicester city you know i was wondering that uh, you know it's last season's premier league repeated again because last season the defense of the premier league was not apparently very very good and uh, basically the top 4 with 66 points you know number 3 the third the third team the third best team which was united had 66 points the fourth the fourth best team which was chelsea had 66 points and they lost 12 games yeah, that's a good premier league season for you and it might repeat itself you know the premier league if um, it continues like this you know it might be heading into league one you know opsg dominate uh, that league definitely liverpool look very very good and they don't look like they're gonna stop and the, they look like the, they're gonna dominate really really seriously in this um, in this uh, premier league season and of course that match against leeds united of course leeds united have a top quality manager in marcelo bielsa i think marcelo bielsa is a good manager and um, i think um, the way he's getting leeds to play is absolutely interesting and it's absolutely very very pleasing to the eye and uh, they've already won two of that uh, style of play and so you know leeds united are another team that um, you know can can cause some trouble this season and um, it's going to be interesting but for liverpool you know i look at liverpool's fixtures and um, i i you know the whole season and you know i look at these teams like sheffield united aston villa you know they by the way they have aston villa next um southampton and all those other teams you know the the lower teams that uh, will not fancy themselves to go to relegation and the fulhams and the west broms you know i look at liverpool and you know i have to say that if liverpool uh, meet with fulham right now and i know the premier league has lots and lots of surprises but to be realistic i think liverpool can really really cause an upset to fulham right now if they meet with fulham or any other team west brom or any other team this this uh, season or this year or whatever you want to call it i think um, the big teams we've already seen arsenal against liverpool we already see how liverpool dominated that game on monday and they won we already saw chelsea against liverpool we saw how liverpool won that game um of course there are the top six sides so of course we have um, manchester city there which is also one of the one which is coming sooner for united i think it's on january when we'll be meeting our worst rivals liverpool um spurs mourinho against klopp can they stop liverpool i don't know um everton the merseyside rivals the merseyside derby can everton this time really really cause a challenge to liverpool or it will, will it be another another season where it's just nil 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 or a liverpool win nil nil or a liverpool win i don't know but um you know let me just say this and it's very very hard for me to say as a united fan i think jagan klopp is uh, undoubtedly one of the best managers in the world he's a great manager vagil van dijk is one of the greatest defenders that the world has ever seen mo salah just keeps on getting better Sadio Mane is um is undoubtedly a good player and um others Alisson is a good goalkeeper 
and it's very hard to admit as a United fan. In fact, I don't even like admitting this. It's very, very difficult to admit that Liverpool are actually dominating, and I think Liverpool will have a walk over into the into their twentieth Premier League title. Now, United, um, what can they do to stop them? And I'm not uh, bringing United into this conversation. You know. United are the record holders of the Premier League with 20 Premier League titles and Liverpool are going to break that record this season if they win the Premier League and they look likely that they're going to win the Premier League again this season twice in a row and they'll reach 20 20 20 you know you know even though United right now you know it's very very difficult you know to support United right now because if you look at the last 7 years and the massive drop that has been in Manchester United ever since Alex Ferguson left you know, it's shocking and, you know, the only thing that you could cling on to is that We are record holders of the Premier League title. We have 20 Premier League titles into our name. We are the record holders. You know, and, and I'm just like, hold on. We're the record holders. We should even strengthen that record so that we we do not uh, get surpassed. And it's going to be very, very sad to be surpassed by our worst rivals in Liverpool. Now, for me... You know, I think if Liverpool level that record, I'll I'll be very very disappointed. But I'll not. That doesn't mean that I'll stop stopping uh, supporting Manchester United. Definitely, I'll continue supporting United. But uh, they're reaching our record, and um, they already passed. Uh, you know, in terms of trophies, we had the most trophies, of course, in England, and Liverpool surpassed us when they won the Super Cup. I think it was last season. Yeah, when they won the Super Cup, and of course they added the Club World Cup there. And of course the Premier League title now. And uh, they're going to add another Premier League title again this season. Which is shockingly sad. And uh, to sit here, and let me just say this about Manchester United. To sit here and see that United are not showing any ambition to stop their worst rivals, Liverpool. It's sad. It's very, very sad. And let me just say this. We have a very, very bad board. The Glazers, those American owners, are very, very bad people. And they don't even deserve to own our beloved club. They're bankers. They don't have a sporting director. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Some some Sevilla guy today just said that United need a sporting director. And he, he's surprised that United have not hired a sporting director. Shocking. You know, if you look at right now, what we are doing with the, the Alex Telles deal from Porto, you're basically messing around on a 20 million euro deal. You know, to get a good and decent left back in Europe, you have to pay at least 40 million quid. But United, you know, they're messing around on a 20 million euro deal. You know, getting a, a good left back on a, a very, very cheap price of 20 million euros is apparently a problem. He's a decent left back. Where are you going to get another left back who is very, very good as Alex Telles? for about um, for that uh, price which they're arguing over they want to pay 10 million 10 million euros for Alex Telles shocking they paid 85 million last year to to get Harry Maguire then this year then this year they can't even pay 120 million euros to get Jadon Sancho. They're paying two goalkeepers more than half a million in a week. Yet they don't want to pay for Jadon Sancho and they don't want to pay for a centre-back. 
you know what they've done again they've taken millions of, of uh, pounds billions in fact in dividends none of them have not in none of them has been invested in the club none of those man that none of those money that they've taken out of the club has been invested in the club which is unbelievable unbelievable that they've taken lots and lots of money out of our club and they've not invested it into our club and they're dilly dallying around on a 120 million pound deal when they paid 85 million last year for Harry Maguire who is not even worth that money if I'm absolutely honest you know I prefer that they would have gone for Matthias Delight for 70 million who is younger they didn't they went for British Harry Maguire for 80 million shocking absolutely shocking how United are, are doing and they're showing no ambition this board did not deserve to be close to a club and they're disgusting and they're making me feel like throwing up seeing Liverpool closing in on our record of 20 Premier League titles and seeing United here dilly darling over two deals which should have been done long time ago and showing they're not showing any ambition they're they're idiots they're not good people definitely they're bad people they're savage they took lots and lots of money out of our club they bought this club on debt and they're using this club as a cash cow they're using this club as a cash cow which is very very disappointing shockingly disappointing and I can't even you know get my head around this they're using our club as a cash cow for them to get money and they're disgusting anyway you know I'm, I'm I might end this video from there because you know I don't you know even more minutes of talking about how Liverpool are successful than United is really shocking it's absolutely devastating and disappointing just to talk about that but anyway on a serious note I don't think Liverpool can be easily stopped this season I think um, Liverpool are getting even better and better and they keep on getting better and better they have a good recruitment plan they have good players they have a good manager who is uh, very 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 great they play a very very good brand of football which is very very pleasing to the eye and they just remind me of Manchester United and Sir Alex Ferguson. The never say die attitude, winning when you're playing badly, and um, you know playing very very good football, which is entertaining in the eye. So yeah, that's it. You know, it's very very interesting who is going to stop Liverpool this season. For me, in my opinion, I don't think they can easily be stopped. I would love to see any team stop Liverpool, but it's very very hard for now. Anyway. We end that video in that note please like this video get into the comment section and tell me what you think about this topic today and everything that um, i've just talked about today and of course i'll be dropping other videos the uefa champions league draw apparently is tomorrow and uh, we're gonna be reacting to that and um yeah more and more um lots and lots of other content coming in um for today so yeah i absolutely enjoyed this privilege to be part of this amazing show and um for me it's goodbye for now <laughs>